Now, next week, it's gonna be busy. We're gonna get a lot of data and Stephen Rusciuto's with us. U.S. Chief Economist at Mizuho Securities USA. Stephen, thanks so much for being with us. Obviously, um, you know, any piece of data I look at, I can find positive or negative. I mean, I could try hard. But the truth is, we know that we've had a hard time. We have a contracting GDP, minus 1.6%. Atlanta Fed saying minus 1% now. So there's recession. New home sales approved a little. Labor markets may come back a little bit. Um, how are you feeling? What are you going to watch in next week's employment data report? Well, I think there's two things you want to look at in the employment numbers. We know we're probably going to get a, a gain in the range of 175 to 275. That's that's about where we should be getting it, given what we know in terms of the macroeconomic environment at this juncture. The real thing is going to be the unemployment rate. Do we go up uh, a tenth or two from where we are, 3.6 percent, which is incredibly low? And what happens with hourly earnings in that environment? Does it slow down from the 0.4, 0.3 percent rises we've been experiencing in the last several months? So I, I think you're going to see a little bit of both of those. I think you're going to see the unemployment rate move up a tenth or so, which is going to surprise people. And I think you're going to see also that hourly earnings number come in at expectations, if not a tad below. Okay. So with that, if unemployment rises a little bit, average hourly earnings comes down a little, that could mean inflation has peaked. Um, is, th is that a good sign? Well, the bond market has already determined that inflation has peaked. The currency market has already determined uh, that this Federal Reserve is going to accomplish what they need to accomplish uh, in order to break the back of inflation, uh, which is why the currency is so very, very strong. None of that is going to set the record straight, though, when it comes to the broad-based equity market. Uh, the broad-based equity market is still suffering from the fact that earnings expectations of bottom-up analysts still do not fit with the macroeconomic environment of subtrend economic growth, vacillating between minus 1.5% and positive 1.5% for five or more quarters. The bottom-up numbers don't fit with that. The top-down numbers uh, from the earnings analysts don't fit with that. The equity market has further to go. And until that final shoe drops in terms of the earnings revisions and people taking down uh, their 2022 and 2023 numbers uh, in very, very large fashion, the equity market's going to remain very weak. Right. And then what about as we as we look at corporate earnings and, and manufacturing, for example, we got in the ISM manufacturing today and that showed weakness the slowest in two years. I mean, that wasn't a surprise, was it? Well, no, it wasn't a surprise. The unique thing in it in terms was the orders got hit, but the employment didn't. This is what I highlighted in terms of the, the, the labor market problem, which is going to keep the Fed on the aggressive tightening path because the labor market is not going to ease up as quickly as the GDP numbers are coming down. And a function of that is basically that there is somewhat of a scarcity of labor. I don't think it's a demand scarcity of labor, which the Fed does. I think it's a supply scarcity. You know, we've moving from the millennials being absorbed into the labor market to bringing the Z population into the labor market. And that Z population is decidedly smaller than the millennial population. Population. And that's really the adjustment process we're seeing in the labor market. It's much greater than the, the great resignation and all the other concerns. This is a massive demographic shift. We've not seen anything like it. The drop from the uh, boomers to the Xers was small in comparison to the drop between the millennials and the Zs. And we have no new technology to drive productivity gains. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm looking through, I see the factory orders, jolts, and all your. Um, you know, numbers that you're anticipating. With ISM services, 
Could there be some good news in there? You know, yes, there could be, but I'm not expecting it. I think you're going to have a continuate, a continuous erosion in most of the uh, demand-related numbers. Remember, the thing about the ISM numbers is, to some extent, it's expectations more than it's a hard piece of data. And clearly, the expectational shift has taken place from positive to negative, and therefore, it's likely to be reflected in the ISM service number as well. All right. And so um, my final two thoughts here, the trade deficit as I see our U.S. dollar hasn't really given way. I mean, it still remains very strong. As other things are coming off, the dollar really hasn't. It's remained strong um, against foreign currencies, tough for, for multinationals. So I am curious about your thoughts on that. And then the consumer. I know you're going to be watching consumer credit. We've seen sentiment and confidence coming down as people are now um, digging into savings. Their credit card debt sneaking up. Well, you're 100% correct. One, the trade deficit numbers, I think, will improve at the margin, um, meaning they will subtract less from GDP. So I'm not so sure the new Atlanta Fed number of minus 2% is going to be accurate. Uh, but more importantly, you're right. Households have had their income squeezed. They're pulling back their spending because they're being forced to uh, deal with paycheck to paycheck or go back into credit card-related debt. There's a little reluctance to do that. And I think as a result, you are going to see another big month of credit card related extensions uh, in that consumer credit number. Hmm, understood. Stephen Rusciuto, it's always great to see. I'm glad you gave us a nice preview for next week. I'm looking forward to next week. It's going to be a busy one, especially since we're kicking off the second half of the year and people are feeling a little beaten down after the first half. Have a nice holiday weekend. Thank you. Stephen Rusciuto of Mizuho Securities, USA.